Welcome everyone to the Fashion Love Show. Here, I talk about love, mental health, and spiritual wellness. Thank you for joining today, and I hope that this can spark a conversation between you and others. To my audience, I am not a licensed mental health professional, life coach, or ordained minister. I'm just a person who has been through life, and my curiosity made me want to figure out some tips, tricks, and clues towards the healing process. I hope you enjoyed this time that we have together. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sasha Love Show. I'm your host, Sasha Love. First of all, I would like to thank you so much for being here as I am growing this podcast and this platform of community. If able, please remember to like, comment, follow from whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast. Also, remember to share. Now, let's get started. Hey everybody, it's Dasha Love. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode about using your mouth. Today we're going to do a follow-up. Sometimes when I talk to people, the initial part is kind of overwhelming about the sadness of life, but there are joys and there are powers coming with you when you use your mouth. Now, last week, we talked about using your mouth to express your hurt. But what about your dreams? What about your joy? I've often have dealt with the consequences of having a hidden voice because I didn't express the good part of it as well. I remember um, being just in conversations and people thinking I was too down with the season I was in hurt, but it, it wasn't because there was never any seasons of good. I was just in the thick of it. Or sometimes I had somebody misunderstand how much they mean to me because I they needed me to verbally affirm them. Hey, I appreciate you. Hey, you're doing a good, good job. Hey, I like when you fill in the blank. So that's the other part of use your mouth that we're going to talk about today is the power of your voice. Now, last week I talked a lot about finding your voice because you're hurting or sad or going through something. But once you find that voice, don't always be sad. I often tell myself and tell others that I feel like Eeyore because when I'm in the thick of it, that's all I can think of. But I have to often remind myself out loud because again, you have to be louder than those voices and thoughts in your head of the good times. For instance, and I'm sorry if you can hear the AC just came on. Or actually the heat, really, because of the time of the year it is. Um, I have to say out loud to people, I appreciate you. Just going back to Gary Chapman's base level of the five love languages, people need to be verbally affirmed. They need to hear that you're proud of them. They need to hear that you need them. They need to hear that you appreciate them. So that's the power of your voice. But also we talked about last week, commanding, commanding your body, commanding your soul, commanding your environment. This is going to be my day and I'm not going to let anything stop it. For people like me, I only say that inside because quite often I feel like the universe is against me. So if something stops it, at least I 
wouldn't have disappointed myself too much by saying it out loud. I only thought it, but it was actually quite stoppable. But if you tell yourself out loud, again, going back to those, your ears, your heart, your toes, your white cells, your red blood cells, your lungs, your protons, neutrons, electrons, everything about you has to align to what you say out loud. So if you say out loud, today is going to suck, then today is going to suck. But if you say out loud, I don't care what today brings, this is going to be my day, then dag nabbit, today is going to be your day. Excuse me, I'm trying to rehabilitate from cussing. So if y'all hear me use some old words, that's that's what's going on. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not promising that a cuss word would not slip out at some point in this podcast or maybe 20. Uh, so going back to using your mouth, that can be used in so many ways. In the world of relationship intimacy, letting your partner know this is what I like and this is what I don't like. This is the type of movies or genres I like. This is the type of cleaning I like. This is the type of filth I don't like. This is the type of food I don't like. Even in sexual relationship, I don't like doing this. I really like doing this. I like being touched here. I don't like being touched here. Often I have to say, I don't like when you stand over me because this is what has happened to me and it just makes me feel anxious. Or... I don't like when you use this tone or I don't like this word because I've heard this word used in fill in the blank context and it makes me feel bad. Or I really love when you say the phrase fill in the blank because it makes me feel good. It makes me feel vulnerable. It makes me feel valuable. It makes me feel vulnerable. It makes me feel excited. It makes me feel wanted and desired. But your partner is not a mind reader. I often have to remind my partner, I am not Charles Xavier. I can't read minds. I am not an empath or Phoebe from Charmed. I cannot automatically know your feelings. You have to use your words. Instead of just saying, how do you think shutting down makes me feel? I have to often say, I don't know. Tell me. Because I don't read words and I don't read feelings. It goes both ways. Women cannot expect men to know how they feel. Men cannot expect women to know their feel. Where if you are in a homosexual relationship, trans relationship. And again, this goes into relative, your family, your your coworkers, your boss, um, your employees. Your neighbors cannot know. Nobody out here. I have yet to meet Charles Xavier. And if he does exist, please send him this way. Because I think he's awesome. And I would like to interview him. But other than that, you have to use your mouth. Command with your voice. Now, that being said, don't tell your business to everybody. I think we've all at least heard Tabitha Brown say once, it's my business. And I remember while working at a vocational school, I used to tell so many of the young adults, mind your business, mind the business that pays you, because they will be so messy and into other people's business to distract themselves from their own. But often I have seen too many times in person and across the internet and news that people cannot tell everybody their business. 
I would use a personal example, but I haven't gotten that person's permission to say it. So I think a more well-known example is Facebook. Somebody gave it a great idea to essentially the wrong person because that person took the idea, made it their own, and is one of the richest people in the earth right now. And that's not to say... The I know the personal relationships between Zuckerberg and the others. All, all I know is what I read and what I saw on the social me on the social media movie. But even outside of that, or social network, I'm sorry. Um, even outside of that, there's countless people, millionaires, billionaires, greats, that did not have the original idea, but they made it their own. And I always think of what happened, whatever happened to that person who was just casually telling in confidence a friend, an associate, a co-worker, or whomever, their idea, and they have nothing to show for it. Just because you use your mouth don't mean everybody deserves what's being heard from it. Uh, when you have an idea, it's okay to say out loud, this is where I want to be. This is the vision I have. But that doesn't mean everybody gets to know your vision. Uh, I think, I can't remember if it was, it's on one, my personal Instagram. I believe it's from Apostle Ryan Lestrange who said, stop asking blind people to proofread your vision. I would also say, stop asking greedy opportunists to proofread your vision because they'll tell you it ain't nothing and then go use it. So when using your mouth, be careful, still have discretion Still listen to that innermost being of if this is the right person. And that's not to say that you're always going to know. Sometimes your innermost being doesn't always know a thousand percent of the time. Sometimes that just comes with life experience and you start recognizing the patterns, behaviors, and characteristics of those people. Those people who will tell you to leave your partner because they want them. Or those people who tell you to leave your partner because they're lonely, sad, and miserable. And they want you to be lonely, sad, and miserable with them instead of looking out for your best interest. Those people who will tell you that you don't qualify for this idea when it's actually they just don't want you to outshine them. Or they want the idea themselves. Those people who tell you you have to go through 20 steps when God has only ordained you to go through five. Even those people who mean well and tell you you're just not smart enough or not good enough or not prepared enough for this. And though they are genuinely coming from a good place that is really more so they're worried and they fear that you'll be hurt from disappointment, they don't understand that their words are the disappointment that is causing the hurt that you're feeling. They generally don't understand that they're being dismissive, they're being pessimistic, cynical, or even realistic. It's dampering the flame in you. And even I've been that person to say, hold on, hold on, hold on. Think about what this means financially. Think about what this means long term. I can't lie. I've done it and I apologize to everybody I've ever dampened the flame or the sparkle in their eye. Because I was trying, I was so concerned about them being ill prepared and falling flat on their face that I taught them out of jumping in the first place and the opportunity to fly. 
And I'm glad for those who flat out ignored me. And then they floated anyways. But even when it's coming from the best place, sometimes using your mouth can do the damage. But that's another podcast for another day. I'm sorry, I got on a tangent. That Going back to our original point, open your mouth for the good. Even if that person falls flat on their butt, at least they jumped. I remember telling my partner while we were teaching him how to skate because he didn't grow up with uh, siblings and cousins to do it for him. His biggest concern is that while skating, he was going to fall. And I said, that is a part of skating. I don't know anybody who's ever got on skates or rollerblades out on the street that doesn't have the same mark I got on my knee. It's just a part of life. It's falling. But we love people so wholeheartedly that we don't want them to experience even an eighth of the pain of falling. But sometimes when we do that and we protect them, we're actually keeping them from life. How do you know to be more careful if you never fell on your knees, on your butt, on your face? How do you know what works if you haven't experienced what doesn't work? How do you know the recipe is good if you never try to make it because you're always worried about it being bad? Use your mouth and encourage them. And then if they fly, use your mouth and tell them that they're doing a good job. Use your mouth and tell them to watch out for the wire so they don't run into it while they're flying like Peter Pan and Tink. And then if they fall... Use your time, your touch, and your mouth to encourage them. It's okay. This happens to everybody. I'm sorry that you're hurting. Tell me what you need in this moment. Do you need me to say something to to problem solve? Or do you just need me to listen? Or do you just need me to sit here with you? Tell me what you need. It's one of the biggest things you can say to somebody. Instead of figuring it out for them, just ask them, what do you need from me right now? And if they don't know, just sit there with them. If they need you to find a resolution, help them be creative. But oftentimes we just need an ear and a hug and comfort to know that we're not alone. Use your mouth. Use your heart. Use your good sense. And if you don't have any good sense, leave your curiosity to find some. If you don't know how, what somebody's going through, like if I have a friend who's going through type 2 diabetes, use your mouth to ask them, what does this feel like? And then use your curiosity to research. Google can tell you just about anything about everything. But use your mouth. And be vulnerable and say, I don't know. That's to, to everybody on the side of, on every side of the spectrum. Whether you're saying, I don't know what to do right now. I just know you're hurting. Or, I'm hurting and I don't know what I need. But just stay here with me until I figure it out. Use your mouth. Even when you're frustrated. Don't use it. Don't yell and scream and hurt out of frustration. But use your mouth to say, I'm frustrated right now. I really need five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour to myself 
to calm myself down so I can move forward or that I can have a good conversation. Now, I'm not going to say everybody's going to be respectful of you being mature to do that. Some people, I'm not even going to lie, you just got to flat ignorant and say, shut up. Just shut up and get out my face. And then you can go back and apologize. But some people, some people just don't want to listen. I will say that as a disclaimer. Just because you use your mouth doesn't mean everyone's going to be willing to listen. But you cannot say you didn't do it. Often people will try to flip all of their harmful actions on you by saying, all of a sudden you say this, or all of a sudden you did this, or you didn't tell me. So at least now, especially in the age of the cell phone and voice recording, you can know what you can use your mouth. So at the end of the day, it was never said that you didn't say fill in the blank. You can never say I didn't say I wasn't happy. You can never say I didn't say I was unfulfilled. You can never say I didn't say I felt disrespected. You can never say I didn't say I was lonely. Because we have the technology to say so. So even if that person doesn't hear you, you have peace within yourself to say, I at least said something before I made a move. And that's what I'm talking about is the peace within yourself and for yourself. This is not always about others. Yes, I said this is a healthier relationship, but let's start with the relationship for yourself. Use your mouth for yourself. You will always be your biggest advocate. Sometimes we have friends, therapists, professionals to advocate for us until we find our voice. But baby, once you get that voice, don't ever muzzle it again. Be your biggest advocate, your biggest spokesperson, your biggest poster child. Whoever is your favorite person out there on life that is speaking on behalf of others, be that for you. People will allow people will always do what you allow them to do. And sometimes not speaking is in their mind giving them permission to do right or wrong by you. So again, I challenge everyone, use your mouth. Speak up for yourself. Tell people what you want and need. If you didn't hear in the intro, we have a remix of Pure Imagination from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory from the 70s. I challenge you, if you have the means to do so, go rewatch it. As rotten as most of those children are, I respect Veruca Salt for knowing what she wants and not being afraid to say so. Right before getting pillaged with the other bad children, she has a whole song saying, I want it now. She goes through everything that she wants and says, I don't want to wait. This is what I want. Give it to me. I don't care how it comes. I don't care what it takes. By any means necessary, this is what I want. I want you to take that same attitude when it comes to your happiness, your joy, your peace, your visions, I don't care how I'm going to get it, but this is what I want. If I have to cut off my communications with certain people who damper my light, I will do it. If I have to say out loud like a crazy person, today is going to be my day, I'm going to do it. If I have to stand up to my parents, 
my bullies, my loved ones, my partner, my best friend to say, this is not how I am going to live any longer. I am going to move forward and you have the choice if you're going to join me or not. I want that now. Say that to yourself and use your mouth. This is my challenge for you. Thank you so much for joining me through this journey. I hope it sparked your curiosity to learn more about what to do in your journey. To create this monologue into a dialogue, you can reach me on Instagram at Thasha Love. That is T-H-A-S-H-A-L-O-V-E. Or at my email, ThashaLovesYou at gmail.com. That is Thasha, spelled T-H-A-S-H-A, loves, L-O-V-E-S, and the letter U, at gmail.com. Please don't forget to like this podcast, add it to your favorites, and share this episode with anyone you think it will help. A special thank you to DJ Berserk and his remix of Pure Imagination used in this podcast. You can find this remix and other creations on his SoundCloud, which will be listed in the description. Thank you all again for listening, and remember to give love as well as receive it. This is the Sasha Love Show.